Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You know, they weren't running back home. Straight away. Where, yeah. where they had, where it was home to them for, for, for all their lives. But it just felt like, you know, this was our new home and I'm getting emotional now. <laughs> Welcome to the second episode of the Get In Our Home series. This series is designed to help home builders, homeowners and renovators to get inspiration and guidance from industry professionals, but also homeowners themselves. My name is Peter Clamartin and in this episode, we travel down to the lovely County Cork to meet Lydia and Owen, a lovely couple who lived in Canada for a few years and then decided to move back home and build next door to Lydia's home house. Don't forget that you can see their home on the Get In Our Home YouTube channel. This was such a good chat and a really valuable one for those on the fence between self-building and going with a builder. The guys have some really valuable advice and I really can't thank them both enough for their time. So without further ado, let's get into it. Guys, thanks so much. I really appreciate your time and it's great to be in um, Bottom of Cork. I, I actually never heard of this place before. How do you say Carrigaline? Line? Carrigal Line. Carrigal Line. Sound like an American there. <laughs> I actually, I genuinely had to look up on the maps. I'd never heard of it, so okay. it's great to come down here. But um, so so basically, the whole idea with the series and the whole idea with um, coming to people's houses is to get their kind of advice and top tips for people that might be a little bit behind you in the journey. Mm-hmm. And I suppose a house like this is kind of twofold in the sense that it's a really good source of inspiration for people that are looking for. Number one, open plan living, but also look for houses that are a little bit different and a little bit quirky in design. And I think this house really fits that bill. And then um, I suppose number two is that you didn't necessarily go down the self-build route and you went with a builder. And I think a lot of people are kind of on the fence as to whether they should go down the self-build route or whether they should weigh up the options of considering a builder. And, and I suppose that's what we're kind of considering. Um, so the first question I want to ask you is, how are, how are you together or where did you meet or what's your story? <laughs> Um, I'll take the easy questions. Um, so I, we were both in college in Edinburgh in 2005 and um, we were, that's where we met. We just um, crossed paths in Edinburgh. And was it just, love at first sight? Um, she did chase we had, we, we had a couple of subjects that overlapped. So I was doing architectural technology and Owen yeah. was studying civil engineering. Yeah. So it just happened that my last year was in going from CIT in Cork over to Edinburgh. You were in LIT, LIT and went yeah. over to, and we just happened to be in the same university and a friend of a friend introduced us and that's the end of that. Yeah. The rest uh, is history. Yeah, I was, known, I was known as Miss Cork for a while to his parents yeah. <laughs> before I met them. So, yeah. So are you you're both from Cork? No, I'm actually from Clare, no. from Clare Castle in Clare. Okay. So, um, yeah, so we moved, we were, we suppose we were here, we were here since 2004. We were in Canada, we were in Vancouver for five and a half years. We came back December 14 and we spent time in Clare and then we were, I suppose we moved to Cork into Lydia's parents' house of um, October 2015 and um, that's where we're kind of, we were there. Gave us a chance to save some money as well. Like we, yeah. And was that always the, the, the goal to move in to save money? Well, I suppose yeah. like when we went away to, Edinburgh, or to Vancouver, um, the pay over there was a lot better. Like we didn't really have much of a choice because we were both working in construction so everything was gone so look we decided look we'll head off see how we get on for a year and six years later we were still there but to be honest we we got great opportunities out there we made a lot of money and we saved a lot of money because mm-hmm. we said our end goal is to build a house but we didn't know you know if that was going to come to fruition or not so thankfully it has but uh, so that's how we just said look there's no point renting, it's dead money. So 
we uh, we moved in with my parents. Luckily, we were really lucky that it's right next to the site that we ended up getting. So, um, yeah. So you actually you actually grew up here, Lizzie? Yeah. So I grew up in Carrigaline in the main street for the first five years of my life, and then we moved here to Ballet um, in nineteen eighty seven, I think. Wow. So, I mean, if anyone had a housing need for planning, we had a housing need here. Owen didn't, obviously, being yeah. the blow in, but. Um, I, I, we definitely, I knew we ticked that box. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and uh, like growing up and stuff, did you ever have dreams of living close to your parents? Was that ever on the cards? I don't or? think I ever like dreamed of where I wanted to live, but I definitely wanted, I knew I wanted a standalone one-off house in the countryside and I never wanted to live in an estate. I know that's, you know, um, I just, I was so used to living in the country and growing up, you know, with my family out here in, and it is beautiful out here. So, you know, to build a house here was a dream. And really, I didn't think that we would actually become this lucky. So, yeah. So I suppose segueing on then. So um, kind of fast forwarding a bit, then you yep. guys obviously were living with your with Lydia's parents. And then we made the decision to build a house or was it ever on the cards to buy a house? Or um, How did that conversation go? Well, the conversation was initially the plan was to build a house yeah. and then I suppose the search began then for a site. Um, we had a kind of a pre-planning meeting um, with the planner and to in, just to instigate a kind of conversation about what, what we needed to look for, where we needed to, where potentially we could get planning. And he, the stipulation was that you would have to be within the townland of where Lydia would have grown up. Right. So we then um, we our search was narrowed down then straight away to the townland of Ballet, which kind of, lucky enough, stretches out, I suppose, just kind of west of here. So it kind of goes up the top of the hill and beyond. So we started canvassing um, landowners, farmers, and we knocked on doors. And I suppose we spent about two months kind of scratching our head with potential sites. We were driving around the place, kind of looking, what if here, and what if we took this area? And um, I suppose the feedback was, there was no sites available at the time and then the farmer who actually owned the land next door to Lydia's parents house was just passing the road one evening and we kind of mentioned to him that we were on the lookout and he said okay he said um I, he was willing to sell a one acre site in where we are right now and we kind of said grant and he said listen this will be subject to planning go away and get try and get planning permission on it if you get planning permission on it then um, come back to me then. Come back to me then. Wow. So it was, um, I think previous, previous... So you, you literally met him by chance? Well, yeah, yeah, well he was, we, were kind we, of, we, we, we know yeah. him also. I mean, he yeah. was a neighbour, but he doesn't. He, he bought another farm elsewhere now. So, mm. But my parents would have known him and my parents also bought their site from his father. Wow. So we yeah. had that background where we did know each other. But it just happened that whilst we were looking for the site, we did bump into him and... You know we were just so lucky that he he was willing to sell us a site so yeah. and it just happens to be right next door to my parents and you know i suppose if the closer we were to my home place the better and it just ticked all the boxes so yeah. and then when you went in for planning did you have any issues was there any like um requests for further information or was there any feedback from them we did um so we put the planning application in in 2017 and the it went straight through as far as we got one further information, which was from the engineer's input. So he wanted to know, you know, a, a section detail of how the wastewater treatment unit and percolation area would work on the site. Being quite an inclined site right. from the road, I suppose they wanted a section through of how it would work. And also with gravity fed or non-gravity fed system and so really we didn't have any issues with the actual house yeah. itself it was just more the topography of the land and the issues that that created would so, that have been an additional cost then because of you're on the slope um for the percolation I yeah because yeah, sorry. for per, for percolation area you can answer this one yeah so it was um it, it just meant that we had to put in for we had to kind of dig down obviously to the elevation of the house to finish floor level but then we had to put in a pump system so in our wastewater treatment can is pumping up to a percolation area okay yeah, yeah. so it's um it's just that extra cost you just got to keep an eye on your pumped rather than gravity fed so we have um where our trial holes were dug for our percolation area is up the back of the site and in our percolation area is up there 
So it's it's pumped up. It's pumped up. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 So and just, then do, do pumps and stuff? Do they require much work or feet? Or like you know, do you have to service them or how? Uh, no, no. I just keep an eye on them. Um, there's probably a lifetime of about five to seven years on them to kind of you know be with be just heads up to kind of they're they're going to be about I suppose. 300, 350 euros. Okay, so that's not too bad when they it's do not kick too bad, in. No, yeah. once you want to kind of just keep, make sure you can hear it humming because you don't want it, when that fails, your tank is going to kind overflow, of overflow like, and it's yeah, going to come back yeah. in. So it, you just want to kind of just keep an eye on it and be, um, mm. try and get ahead of it if it does be on the ball like so. But there are elements out there where you can get a kind of like in pump systems and we don't have it in place, but you can get a kind of alarm, high level alarm, put in your wastewater treatment tank that when the pump doesn't kick in and the level goes up, it'll kind of like an amber light flashes and that'll give you the signal that something is kind of wrong. So Yeah, yeah and I think about it, the other thing that the planners came back with was for further information was the sight lines at the gate. So oh, yeah. it's it's actually a secondary road. So even though there's an 80 kilometre sign on the road, it's ridiculous. It's a really narrow road. They wanted 90 metres in each direction. So when you, there's a setback of 2.4 metres from the road edge and to the nearest side of the road, you're supposed to have clear vision looking left and looking oh, okay. right in 90 yeah. metres. So we we did have it, but we had big mature trees in the way. So I actually assumed that we would have to keep the trees, you know, from a conservation and wildlife point of view. But no, the planner wanted them gone. So we had to um, take down all of the trees on our front boundary, on the road boundary. Wow. Yeah. Probably Which kind of frustrating also, as well because it would have well, added, you know. You know, it, it kind of added. adds a bit of mystique to the site, I think, when the trees were there. But I suppose in yeah. hindsight, when they were gone, we it, it kind of opened our yeah. eyes to the actual, the vista yeah. that we're looking across at now is actually beautiful in the autumn time. And it is nice to look across at woodland. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it wasn't all bad, so. Yeah, yeah. Not, no hard feelings well, towards the planners. No, 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 no. <laughs> it did no. cost us too to to get the trees felled and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, anyway, yeah. and then uh, in terms of a slope site, yeah. did that ever like you know was there hesitation there from your engineer or your architect in terms of a slope site? Where, you know, I assume there was additional costs towards a slope site. Yeah, there was an excavation cost at the very outset, but um, we had kind of factored that in with quotes either we got from the builder or quotes that we would got like. We were probably initially took it on that we were going to look after the excavation of the site down to foundation level and let the builder come in and dig out the foundation. Mm -hmm. So we um we had that cost factored in, we did shop around and it was two days of kind of of excavation and kind of getting it down. Now we just we just dug out the footprint of the house first off and kind of left a sheer kind of edged into the back. But then when we had the house up, we had a landscaper um, machine driver come in and he actually I suppose we gave him the scope of what we wanted and kind of what we we just wanted somewhere level out the back for so the children could play and um, he just said leave it with me so he transformed the whole inclined site and he said we'll step the front as we as you can see today and he said we'll keep the one level from all the way around the back and he said you will have banks which is fine I said we'll deal with it rather than be kind of he said we'll be We'll get rid of the whole steepness so we have a bank from the main boundary yeah, fence down like when we um i suppose to bring it back a bit the design of the house obviously had to be designed so that there was a slight split level in the design mm -hmm. so that um just from walking around you'll see that there's four levels within the house so i wanted this to be sorry i actually designed the house myself because um i am an architectural technologist but so the the levels of the house, um, I think they kind of blend in to the site, which is probably what the planner wants to see. Because if you had a big beacon on top, a two-story house on top of an inclined site, you know, it's just not going to work. So you have to kind of incorporate it into the land and make and it And show out, that you've had that consideration. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it is quite exposed still, but I think, you know, we do have a great view out the, the rear of the house out to um, lovely fields and then the front of the house, you know, I think we have the best of both worlds, you know, um, we have a lovely kind of a, a stepped kind of garden going down to the road and we can make a feature out of that in time when we have money to actually plant it properly and um, yeah. just, yeah. you know, I mean, it all it all costs money. So yeah, we will yeah, get yeah. there eventually. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, the house is never finished. So no, I don't think no, no, no. No, definitely the outside was never finished. The room wasn't built in a day. So. Um, yeah, and even the property that's kind of above us, 
up the hill there on the western side of us. Like we didn't want to encroach in their view either. So we were kind of, we did discuss it with her that we were going to kind of, like we put up a height, give her an idea and she had no issue with it. And um, we kind of, she knew that we were kind of trying to help her out by digging into the bank and kind of, we didn't want to be, Lydia's parents, we didn't want to be towering over them either and block all their sunlight either. And um, so it was kind of- I think it's just, it's really important to have that consideration early yeah. on and for people to have that consideration yeah. of, number one, their surroundings, but yes. other, other uh, alongside that is yeah. the neighbors. And, yeah. you know, yeah. I think yeah. having that dialogue opened up at an early stage can actually be really beneficial, you know? Oh, yeah, and so, maybe yeah. if you hadn't have spoke to that neighbor, that that could have come back to bite you oh, yeah. at a later she, stage, exactly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. When she didn't know, she could have objected or she could have done, you know, totally. Like we have a large apex window looking at her neighbor. So I initially thought this is, is this going to be a good idea or not? But I really wanted to incorporate it into the design because it was always in my mind to have that feature. But like, to be honest, she had no issues with it. So um, the planners didn't really have an issue with it either. They just wanted, you know, to incorporate a landscape plan so that it would disguise that apex window from her point of view, like to disguise, you know, to help the neighbor out. But um, we haven't um, planted anything there yet now, but uh, And then in terms of uh, designing the house, yeah. you know, uh, I, it's really interesting that you designed it yourself, idiot. Like, yeah. how does that work with a couple? Uh, you know, <laughs> Easy. Maybe <laughs> no, he's the boss. And yes, it's exactly. But like, you know, if, if an architect sends you both designs and then you go to yourselves, actually, I don't like what he did there. Can we, yeah. You know, but yeah. how, how do you how do you have that dialogue when it's Lydia designing the house? I suppose yeah. we were mutually on the same pages. To you know, our wish list was the same. So we wanted an open plan living, kitchen, dining. Mm -hmm. I think we both wanted that. We, we kind of knew we had two kids at the time. So I don't know if we had discussed we were having a third, but we now have three. Um, but we decided, look, minimum four bedrooms. Um, you know, we knew we wanted to, you know, to go the most sustainable route. So, you know, A2 to passive was our aim. And we wanted, you know, we knew with the, the site and the design that we would have to have a split level. So I suppose it was incorporating a few different features into the house whilst making it attractive looking from the outside is quite difficult. So, I mean, I had about three different designs and I scrapped it all up and I started again. And, yeah. you know, it was, I suppose it took maybe two or three months to finalize exactly on paper. Look, I think we're getting closer here now. And I showed my dad for the first time and he said, mm, Lydia, I think you could work on your south facing aspect because that's where you your most natural light, to be fair to him. He he had uh, shed a bit of input as well. So um, we, yeah, so like, I think we've come up with a design that suits us and it suits our family, but also it works internally. Um, yeah, and I think on the site, you know, whilst it does look quite you know large from the road but i think in time when we get our landscaping right and everything like that it won't seem as mm. you know like um it seems kind of quite pronounced on the yes, site at yeah. the moment just because of its elevation but yeah like we had we had tinkered with putting this single story section like that way yeah. like that western side but then we like, wouldn't have got the most out of yeah our because your two light. stories getting yeah, your morning so. sun so then we were kind of like we did like it every eventuality was kind of thought out. Yeah. We did kind of sit down and go, right. Like we had the benefit that Lydia was able to change it on the computer there again, like that. You're, yeah. you're trying to get an architect, sit down with him for an hour or two hours and you probably come out. We were lucky we sure. didn't have that cost. And yeah. you know, that you make those revisions yourself and yeah. you know, you're at that position where you don't have to wait two or three weeks for an architect to come back to you. Yeah. So, so it, it was we, a good I suppose we could see it in real time. Mm -hmm. Whereas someone else who's gone through the architect route would have to wait for them to come back. Yeah. And then if you weren't happy with it, what did we talk about at the start? You know, so that confusion wasn't there. So I suppose we were very lucky that way. And I suppose in my yeah. head, I really wanted a two-story aspect and I wanted a single-story aspect and how they were linked. You know, I just wanted to kind of come up with some kind of an idea where they were kind of, um, there was an element where they were attached together. In the end, that became the stairwell. But... I had toyed around with putting the stairwell within the two-story, but it just took away too much of our living space oh, and you. our bedroom space. So I think this works the best. So um, it was just then deciding, you know, I wanted to make it modern and contemporary looking. 
Um, I suppose traditional, it just was never an option. I just, I just loved the, the look of a modern home. So I toyed around with putting a flat roof on the stairwell and, you know, putting a pitched roof and all different um, eventualities. So whatever you see today is, is what happened. But so. it, it's really interesting that you're both kind of in the industry in yes, terms of engineering absolutely. design yeah. and stuff, yeah. but that you didn't decide to go the self-built route and you did decide to go the build yeah. route. Yeah. Like, you know, what would your advice be in terms of people watching this or listening to this um, on the fence about self-building or, or going yeah. to build a route? Yeah, I think it's down to, it's down to knowledge of, I'd say, tradespeople within the community area, location. Um, I was kind of... I was budget is a big thing. Budget I and mean, other thing. And time, time scale. Yeah. Like we, we were next door with Lydia's parents. We ended up there, including the build, we ended up there for about five years, five and a half years. Yeah. So, Which is a long time with your own family and everything. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, it was great. Don't get me wrong. It was great. It was absolute. But everybody needed their space by yeah. the end of it. Um, they needed their house back and we needed to kind of our have own our own space. space. As well. So like that was our main deciding factor for self-build. We knew self-build would probably take six to eight months longer. It would take a lot more time, kind of, it would be spread out. We'd have to kind of project yeah. manage it more and line up the trade after trade. But we just did, we were both working full time at the time and we just didn't have time to dedicate to doing that. But it's also um, a lot of things that, a lot of times people don't consider that if you actually stop your job and you're going self-build, yeah. you know, if you were to just take the time that you could be spending on your job and earning yeah. that money, it exactly. might actually not, yeah. Uh, be as beneficial to go the exactly. self-build route exactly so it's kind no, of and it's, it's actually you've got to factor as well yeah. how many phone calls that you take I mean even fa I found even going with the builder mm. we still I found at work I was answering calls you know and I'm like yeah. you know whispering and I felt I wasn't you know I shouldn't be taking those calls I didn't yeah. want to be in a position where we went down the cell, the direct labour route and you know that we didn't actually have that time to yeah. give to it. I think if you can't come to site every day and you can't commit a lot yeah. of hours every day to coming yeah. to site and yes. talking to people, yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's really... Uh, and I think there's a massive part of it that's communication. So yeah. the mm -hmm. fact that we weren't going to be here all day long and, you know, different trades are coming in and, you, yeah. you know, it is key to everything running smoothly. It's a project manager's role. Yeah. So then you're kind of like, do you hire an individual as a project manager and suck up that cost? or do you hire a builder who is incorporating a project manager within his price? Or he's, and then you're kind of like, okay, with a builder, he can take you around and show you previous builds and you can talk to individuals. Like that's one thing we found that it's to meet the individuals and their experience with that builder slash individual, his trades and get feedback from them, which thankfully was all positive in our case. And um, then you just have to kind of, Decide and like we took tendering process. We had a spreadsheet for we had about five or six prices back in at the time. I think maybe things were slow yeah. and people were. It was I suppose we put it out to tender in January of nineteen. Okay, two thousand nineteen, yeah. and it was kind of like I'm going to say it was. So that was just before COVID hit, right? Yeah, a year yeah. about a year before. No, COVID would sorry. have hit March twenty nineteen. Is that right? Twenty twenty. March 2020. March oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was yeah. a year. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. we were just prior like, to that. Yeah. So I, mean, yeah. I suppose we were lucky in a way yeah. because, yeah. you know, the price of materials now has gone up and there's so many other factors that COVID has brought along. But we were just a year prior to that. Yeah. Um, so, like, if you think about it, we got planning in August of 2017. Um, we did hit a bit of a stumbling block trying to get the site transferred over to our own name. And then we had it August of 18 is actually when we took um, ownership of the site and then we put in the site boundary fence, we split it off, we got it marked out and then we are kind of decided then, right, we got to go and we started our mortgage um, application kind of then back in the latter end of 18 yeah. and then 19 we were in a position with a, with a mortgage approved to go to a builder's. Um, we had to finalise down with a spreadsheet, as I said, going. We finalised it down to three builders and then we talked around, we went with the builder we went with and he broke ground on the 10th of April 2019. 19. 2019. <laughs> yeah. And when did you move in then? We moved in the 24th of June 2020. Okay, wow. So yeah, yeah. pretty quick turnaround then. We, like we yeah, would have been faster only for the first lockdown hit in March, March. 2020. Right. Yeah. And I think we had about three or four weeks work kind of left, like second fix carpentry was just beginning when the lockdown hit. Yeah. So... 
Look, it held us up yeah. for yeah. four to six weeks, but it wasn't the end of the world. We, no. well, we could see the light at the end of the tunnel then we kind of like... Yeah, I think I was accumulating lampshades and yeah. pillows and <laughs> all sorts of things were in my old bedroom in my, in my parents' house next door. So I think they couldn't even see the ceiling by the end of yeah. lockdown. So, so um, and yeah. uh, it, it, so in terms of um, planning the house, then, you know, how did you choose, you know, uh, what type of build method to go with and systems and. Yeah, like uh, that was the one thing we did look into um, because of our situation, we looked into kind of rapid construction, kind of like as a kind of an alternative to the um, traditional block block build. So I had looked and had received prices from steel frame company to do a steel frame house along with the block and the outer leaf and also on the ICF route. Um, ICF route was just kind of, I think it was taken off slowly, it has taken off tenfold since, but yeah. um, I think there was my biggest stumbling block there. I could get the material, but it was just to find a contractor who was comfortable. Yeah. Our engineer wasn't overly comfortable with the system didn't kind of I suppose they didn't really hear of it before yeah. and it wasn't that popular so especially down here anyway it was kind of it was slow for the uptake um steel frame it just kind of I had heard kind of I talked to people who were living in steel framed houses and they were just kind of saying that there are pros and cons so I kind of have stayed away from that we sat down with our engineer and he kind of said there's a lot to be said for a block build so he said for just traditional route would be probably the best and we thought long and hard about it. We um, we went with a hundred and fifty mil cavity, and we put a hundred mil, hundred ten mil extra term, and we did all the calculations. And the engineer was happy that it was going to meet current uh, regulations, and um, so we decided that that's what we put out the tender for, and it gives us the option because later on down the line you can pump the remaining um, cavity with bead if you wanted to. But I don't think like we, I suppose at the time we were. We weren't sure how it was going to, insulation-wise, how what was going to work. I can tell you right now, it's yeah, we won't be needing any more extra insulation for what we have. So, um, I think it's at twenty-one degrees now yeah, as I we're think, talking. Yeah, so. I think we 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 hit the A two um, BER rating, rating, and we yeah. were happy, you know, with that. Yeah. Um. So that kind of was. And and then um, what what heating system did you go with? So we went with um, air to water. It's a Daikon system. Uh, so it's all on the floor heating then. How are you finding that? Um, Probably hasn't been on, has it? <laughs> it, well, it was on during the winter. Yeah. Um, very efficient. So like our power or ESB cost for the year is like it's the price of a cost of a tank of fuel. So like it's one thing I kind of oil. It's a, sorry oil. Yeah. Um, like the one thing that's got me is how efficient everything is because the heating like the air to water system will give you heating it'll give you hot water yeah. and like that's massive. the days of turning on the immersion are yeah. gone now, exactly. aren't they? Just, and you see the just see the esb meter running like it's just there's um, an endless supply of hot water yeah. i mean i own will vouch i go for a bath every single night yeah. and okay it might seem like a waste of water but that water there. is there to be used i yeah. see yeah and um it's it's just as hot if you know it's just every, a level of comfort, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's just knowing that you can turn on the tap and it's going to be. And did you put in a ventilation system on top of that? Yeah, we, we put did. in a heat, uh, heat recovery ventilation system, so it's a beam beam system. Yeah. And um, it's a yeah. mechanical. Yeah, the ventilation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's. Uh, and how are you finding working with that? We find I find it very good when you wake up in the morning. It's kind of like a crisp air that there's no like you know when you've do, you don't have to open the window. Um, so I just find it. Just, even just my sleep is a lot better. And I think if you really didn't have it, yeah. I think if you didn't have it, it would be really stuffy because it, it is it retains Warm. the heat so yeah. much better that when you wake up in the morning, okay, your temperature gauge might say twenty one degrees for the room, but you don't feel that groggy sense that yeah. you know that you would be in a hotel room that you wake up and you're kind of feeling a bit. Mm, I slept too much last night, or I you know I was too hot. Yeah. It's it's constantly recirculating all of the time, yeah. and when the 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 moisture rooms like the the shower areas, when when you go for a shower and you come back out, it ramps up, and then it after ten or fifteen minutes, you know you don't have conversation or you don't have condensation or water on the ground. Well, we have wet areas, and they're just they're all, 
you know, evaporated and dried out at that stage. So mm-hmm. it is quite good. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's I think the level of comfort in housing now has just changed so dramatically in the last even well, five to ten years. Yeah. Yeah. And it's an investment, right? It's a, like it's a twenty year investment. So Huge. like it it's, is a big upfront cost. It's a big upfront but, cost, but yeah. it, I would definitely recommend for anybody on on the fence again, whether it's like a five or ten thousand euro investment at the start, it's definitely worth it because it will Pay itself back, off pay over time. Was there anything else like that, that there was cost cutting tips, or not even cost cutting, but there was yeah. budgeting areas that you said, if we spend the money now, it's actually worth it in the long run? Um, on the floor, I suppose we had, um, we had tied with the fact of putting rads upstairs and as a kind of, that was a kind of lower cost in what we actually, for a finish, went underfloor. Yeah, we went underfloor for both and, downstairs and upstairs. Yeah, and I think that's, I think it's been very beneficial because we had one red um, in the landing area where we just um, didn't have underfloor. And if- Yeah, we have if concrete we were, if we floors. Were lying, yeah, yeah, if we were lying on that reds, I know, I just think it's lovely to get up and, and your, your toes are nice and kind of, you can feel the warmth from the floor. Whereas at the red, I just have, thing because I'm yeah. just kind of here for 12 months now kind of going to get so used to it that I'd never get yeah. the same reaction from a red you're wondering is the red on is the red on you don't feel it but at least when you get up in the morning and you step on the floor and it's warm you know something is being on overnight and it's just that I suppose we mind, like you know. we'll say once the the builder brought us as far as builders finish so it was important for us then to save as much money as we could and get it done as um on budget you know yeah. so we we shopped around, but we met a gym of, um, uh, for second fix carpentry, we found this guy, we said, we'll, we'll buy our stove here. And we, we took a trip down to Dunmanway and that trip was the best trip we ever made because we ended up um, with doors, skirting, tiles, tiler, stove. I feel like a one-stop mantle, shop, really. One-stop shop. One-stop yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he'd he, ever see you come in the door. He was more, yeah. he was more than willing to do anything to help us out. Um, you know, he, you know, he gave us an excellent price as well. So, you know, we saved money because we did everything in bulk with him. Yeah. And also with our plumber, um, we'll say with, with the sanitary wear and stuff like that, that wasn't included in our builder scope. So we were able to save money there as well. He, he got everything for us and we were able to save a bit of money there. So yeah. we, we went with the cheapest toilets I think we could find. We, we saw all these fancy ones, you know, wall hung toilets and things. And we said, mm, you know, like a toilet is a toilet at the end of the day. So I think we kind of, we put in like more expensive mirrors and, you know, I suppose different features that we thought were more important. And then we saved kind of money like, on. Uh, prioritizing your spend. Just yeah. Small, yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. like the most important thing for us was when you come into the house, the focal point of the house is the stairs. So, you know, we, we wanted a kind of a chunky oak, open string yeah. stairs. So that's that's what we went with. But we, you know, we went with a good quality local um, supplier for Trigger, for the yeah. stairs. So Carrigaline Joinery, and they were excellent to deal with. And um, I think that's one of the best investments, investments yeah. that we made. And I suppose with regards, you know, the actual interiors and couches and furnishings we we did a lot of them on budget because you know i think if you look at you know i I know we added in accents of pops of color in places but you don't necessarily look at the quality of it you look at the aesthetics of it so you know i suppose um they have a lifespan of five to eight years kind of thing you're going to be changing anyway so like i suppose our recommendation would be like Something like that, you don't need to be spending a fortune on, on right? you know, you just buy designer brands yeah. or, you know, go with things that, that look good, that you're yeah. happy with, you know, the colour, the texture obviously matter. But, um, you know, I suppose you can always change those things down the line. They're superficial. You know, the, I think the it's really important to get your to get main things right. The foundation yeah, of exactly. the house yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, you know, put the money into your insulation and your windows and the things that actually, you know... It'd be very hard to change in yeah. the future. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. very expensive to change. And yeah. I mean, the kitchen for us as well, like, was, was a big thing. I wanted just a, a white kitchen. I really wasn't fussy about it, um, I suppose. I wanted a, a kind of a modern, clean lines. And, you know, we went to maybe like 10 kitchen companies. We went to loads of kitchen companies. Yeah. But I, at the end of the day, I said, look, you know, I'm happy with the cheapest one and 
that's the one we actually went with and I think it's worked out fine and I mean you know people still compliment it and say oh wow where did you get your kitchen yeah. like it's 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 not it's not something afterwards that you would say oh it was worth spending your extra 10 grand like you can change your kitchen 10 times over your lifetime if you want to yeah. it's just you know it's it's down to I suppose you know everybody's taste changes you know and you can That's you can make like just something else small that we did as well. Like we kind of both agreed that we would only tile the floor of bathrooms and the area around the showers and paint the rest. Whereas if we tiled walls as well, we just felt that in five years time, you're ripping down tiles, whereas you can change the color in a weekend. Yeah, like I think we tried to keep it simple, yeah. right? So we went for the same tile for all four bathrooms. bathrooms yeah. So we so said, we look, yeah. a white with a little gray vein in it, it's never going to date, it's never going to age. And I think, you know, you can change the colour of the walls as many times as you want, but I don't think it'll date over time. Like, I, I suppose we just went with something simple that mm -hmm. we thought. Um, and obviously the shower areas are, are tiled, tiled yeah. but we didn't tile every wall. And I think there is this conception like you have to tile every wall of a bathroom, but it costs a fortune. And I think the the tiler can cost nearly more than the tiles at times. Yeah, so yeah. we um, we just couldn't afford it. it just oh, was there much stuff that you did yourselves, like actual manual labour, once you got it to that build, builder's finish? Um, I suppose I had the vision and no one made it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to clear that up from the start. Like um, I came up with the, the colours and the yeah. furnishings and what we wanted. Yeah you know, so shelves, yeah. where they were going. And I think Owen just did it all in fairness to him. He's first patient with me altogether, so. Still here. Um, yeah, so we would have <laughs> we would have painted the whole interior um, ourselves and all bedrooms, all that kind of thing. So anything that I could, I just felt anything I could do myself, do it. Now, we were lucky because it was kind of locked down. I had taken two weeks off as well. So we were just at that point prior to moving in that we were placed. Now, it was, we painted the whole place white. As you said, you can get a base coat on white and then change it then afterwards. Yeah. Um, so, like we're 12 months nearly and now it's definitely due another coat. Like, am I jumping to go back and do it? Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, I know, um, like you kind of get idea. I suppose lockdown was was good for us. I don't yeah. know, one might think different, but I used to be coming up with little projects and I'd say, yeah. okay, I think we'll paint this feature wall a different color and it's going to be this color. And I'd just go with that then. I'd go on a whim and say, look, I like that color. This is the color we're painting it. And I would say, okay, I'll make it happen. He paints it and I think, yeah. Works, and then I'd be looking work. around and I'd be looking for, you know, different uh, pictures or, you know, mm. plants or plant pots or curtains and yeah. just kind of piecing it all together. So it's just, it's just kind of worked, but... Um, we're just slowly kind By of accident. Like yeah. it <laughs> I, just, uh... oh, I think there's a great feel to the place and what yeah. I love about it is that it's not too much colour, you know what I mean? You've yes, you've yeah, stripped yeah. it back enough so that where there is colour you really appreciate it, like the, the yeah. feature mantelpiece or whatever it yeah. is, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, so. One thing I love though is the floor. Tell me about the floor. So the floor is um, it's epoxy resin. It's um, out of, uh, there's a company in Dublin that bring it in. I think it's an American product and it's only recently I think becoming kind of financially viable to kind of bring it into the domestic market. It was it's used a lot in kind of uh, commercial kind of floors and commercial units like cold rooms and that kind of thing. So again, there's a hundred different types. You can get flakes, you can get different colors. Um, we, to be honest, we both kind of didn't like tiles. We didn't like the whole grout. We were just looking for something alternative. This was an alternative, um, a little bit more expensive than tiles, but like again, we kind of said, right, we'll put it in day one. We can change it up again in five years' time. Um, I was already kind of thinking this How morning. would you change it? Could you, can you tile over that? You can tile yeah. over it or you can oh. put a different colour over it again. So all it is is just, um, it's kind of like, it's a paint, really, kind of epoxy resin. And there's a resin, um, there's a kind of a, just a grey dye through it. Like that again, we just, you could do it. I could do it again tomorrow differently, but it was just... It goes, it goes off really fast, yeah. so it's really down to the installer to, to, to get yeah. it on as fast as possible. Um, it, it doesn't take very long, but it, um, you have to work with it. Yes, yeah. But like the great thing is it's a maximum thickness of about 5 mil. So it works well with underfloor. You've got your screed and then you've got this on top. So I suppose you're taking yeah. out the thickness of a tile that you have to heat as well. Um, 
it's easy, kept clean. Um, and when did, when did this go in? Did this go in straight after the screed? Or like, did you have your kitchen in? Or did no, you no, like, it was you know? just prior to the kitchen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so you need your kind of screed to try out. They go, all the hairline cracks that kind of come, they kind of grind them out and put in kind of, um, kind of like epoxy resin in there, some kind of epoxy agent. And then they come in and they put in their base uh, curing kind of compound. And so, is there companies in Ireland just doing this? Yeah, so there's, floor? there's there's a company bringing it in from America. They're, okay. I think they're Elite Concrete based out of Dublin, but they have installers then that they train up throughout Ireland. So there's all installers nearly in every in every county. It's becoming stage. really popular. I mean, yeah. just through our Instagram account, I've had numerous people asking me about yeah. it, saying, you know. How is it for scratches? How is it, you know, do you find Deeply. it slippy is a big question because you can get it in a matte finish or you can get it in um, a gloss finish. So we kind of went in between because mm. I do like a gloss tile, but then it's impossible to keep clean with kids and footprints and, you know, animals or whatever you have. So we kind of went with a little bit of both. So um, what I like about it is it's easy clean. It doesn't scratch. Um, it's you know, non-slip as well. It's non-slip really. Yeah. I can't say the kids have ever fallen on it um the only thing is you know obviously you do have wear and tear um like the stools there are but the kids grind them back on the floor so there are and it, the minute you actually give it a bit of a scrub that 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 scratch is gone well wow, that's very so handy it's really important to get the protective sealant on the top yeah so that you have that durability yeah, because if yeah. you don't have that, I would imagine it would scratch. Um, like it's lovely to come down in the morning because it does heat up overnight, and even on a warm yeah. day, what develops is like if you were to stand on a certain, it retains the heat as well. So, um, like that, it'll be changed the next time I can afford to go on holidays. It'll be changed during that time, and that's about five to ten years time. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love the, I I love the color of it though. Yeah, but um, yeah, but it's like, great because if you had a house with an existing tile. You can yeah. actually put this over. You don't have to rip up the tiles. Oh, okay. You can do that too. You can, yeah. Because it's only a five mil yeah, kind yeah. Of cover, you can kind of coat the tile, the existing tile. Yeah. Because like I would envisage that if I put down a tile, if it cracks, then I got to rip it up and then there's all that maintenance involved. If I didn't like the tile in five years time, if I changed the kitchen, then there's all that extra maintenance. Whereas this, I think you can kind of come back with this and just kind of sand it down or kind of bring it back down again and then put on a different color or put on a different design on yeah, it. Yeah, it comes in all different colours and design, you can get yeah. different veins in it and they can even do a, a timber effect look or a tile effect look yeah. so that it will look like a timber floor. Like they do, can do all, everything yeah. that you put your mind to, anything they do it. So, um, uh, I, I really, really love it and I love this house and I think it's it's such a credit to you to, to finally get to the end line, you know what I mean? Because yes. yeah. sometimes yeah. it can feel like it's forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a question that I always ask and I love asking is, is there anything that you change or if you're going back, is there anywhere that, not not that you hate, not that you dislike, but it's yeah. just something that might bug you or something yeah. that if somebody is yeah. a little bit behind you, what would you maybe advise them? Steps. <laughs> um, I, I, I sometimes feel the same about the steps, but I really think that... Sorry, just to just confirm because people are listening, this is oh, steps yeah. coming into the kitchen. Um, or so throughout the we, house. We, throughout have, house we okay. have one, two, three sets of two steps. Mm -hmm. yeah. we'll, we'll say in you know the, the living room coming up to the kitchen, there's two steps. And going from the kitchen down to the hallway, there's two. And then down to the lower yeah, section, section, there's yeah. another two. Um, but I feel the kids, like my kids are seven, five and 12, 17 months. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, um, they've grown up with them. And I have to say, I'm surprised that you know, it's not an issue and we haven't had any falls yet. So yeah. um, I'm not actually, regretting them as much as I thought I would at yeah. the start. Um, it's, not, it's not that generation that has the issue, like the younger generation adapted. It's, <laughs> it's the more older, my nerves. <laughs> it's the older generation, unfortunately, when they kind of come in and they kind of see like, oh, their steps. And, you know, that's where we're kind of like, that's in the back of my mind is the yeah. only place where you kind of go, oh, really, it's kind of difficult for them to kind of come. You'd hope it wouldn't yeah. turn them off visiting, but like it is a kind of an I element. I think of, it just for the design to work with on the site, the split yeah. level had to had to be the case. Mm -hmm. But we made our wheelchair disabled access at our back utility door. It's mm. just worked for the design. Um, so at least we do have that. So. Yeah. No, but like, again, it's only, yeah. it's a kind of a running kind of... Uh, you know, I mean, I don't regret them, but um, I'm trying them? to think of, of something else that I would change. Um, 
No, I think. Um, I don't think so. I no. think I'm happy enough. No, ask me in another five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you have yeah. the benefit though that you've actually been living in this house for nearly 12 months. And if you're yeah. saying that after 12 months, yeah, that's no, a really it, good it, sign. It works, you know? like we've adapted yeah. to it. I suppose that it works. So we're kind I of like... I think Chris is so happy to have our own space. Yes, yeah. That, you know, we, we still like every day, you know, we're, we're pinching ourselves because we're, we're, we're in this house and this is our house and our yeah. space. But it's funny because like you get so kind of tunnel vision that you don't like when somebody comes in and goes wow when you're going to go and like well it's just it's you're kind of used what it to is. it you're used to it and then their reaction you're seeing their reaction you go okay well it brings you back maybe this was you yeah. know because i remember works. actually the person who um the contractor who did our floor like if you can imagine this being just pure bear and he walked in the door and he got he just i can just to this day remember his reaction was like wow it will look amazing in here and i'm like so how can you tell that? Like you're looking at four yeah. bare walls and a kind of a sand floor. But he could see like when it was finished that the floor would bring up and what it, what it has turned out to be. And he was dead right. But I can just remember, no, probably he wanted a job as well. Like, But it was just <laughs> like his reaction straight off the bat was like, this is perfect. It'll look beautiful here. So I, and he was right. But it was hard for me kind of thing because I was in the middle of painting at that time one. Um, kind of sick of painting any <laughs> doubt. You know, Especially so. when you're painting every wall white, it just yeah. seems like you're getting nowhere. It's like monotonous. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, okay, so let me take you back. So what, what date did you move in on? The 24th, 24th of June, June, 2020. What day was that of the week, do you remember? Friday. Friday. So, <laughs> so, you go, so you stay here on Friday night. Yeah. We did. I yeah. want you to take me back to Saturday morning and what that was like when you woke up. Um, well, it's a good question because we weren't fully ready to kind of move in. So it was kind of like, it was an improvisation Saturday morning. It was kind of like, what can we do? It was like, okay, there were some certain finishes that weren't fully finished out. I think um, we were waiting for, I think, because of lockdown. And we were, I think, just coming into the second lockdown, if not in the yeah. second lockdown. So you couldn't have people over or, yeah. you know, celebrate in the normal way that you normally would. Yeah. So I think it was probably, a, you know, kept on the down low a little bit. But, you know, I just remember waking up the next morning and thinking, well, this is actually our house. And, yeah. it was, you it know, was, yeah. everything it can, it, had come to fruition, yeah. like not necessarily all of the furnishings that you see now were done then. But, you know, it still felt like home to us. And we had... Well, I suppose our first kind of, if I think back and be straight up and honest about it, like we were wondering how the kids were going to adapt because when we were living with our parents, they were in the same room. And now all of a sudden we had two beds in two separate rooms <laughs> and we were like, how are they going to adapt yeah. to a new environment, the new way of living? And it was like as if they were here for 10 or 15, they just, they, I think they we delighted. had been here so much kind of yeah. prior to moving They were in, in and out the whole exactly. time. They were like yeah. so excited about it and they were in their rooms all of the time. And, yeah. you know, what are we putting here? Mom and what, you know, dad, are you painting this, this color? And they mm. had an input into what colors they wanted on the walls and stuff. So mm. they really, it felt like home to them too. So like, I think my parents were a bit surprised that, you know, they weren't running back home straight away where, yeah. where they had where it was home to them for 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 all their lives but it just felt like you know this was our new home and i'm getting emotional now <laughs> <laughs> no it was like that was the main thing to us is how they were going to adapt like okay we kind of improvised the following morning kind of thing and oh, how are we going to actually like i don't even know what was in the fridge that morning but it was just like how was their reaction but to see them yeah. coming down sitting up at the table and going right we're ready to be kind of have breakfast what are we having and you're kind of thinking okay like now we need to kind of get real and kind yeah. of go how are we going to survive right so yeah we've um, got the bills now next <laughs> yeah so we were kind of like uh, no it was it was great it was um but like that again we just kind of um we had the security of being able to they had the security of going out in the afternoon then yeah. they could down the steps next door if they wanted to and it wasn't the case we were moving them to a different county you or know, something like yeah, that we away were, from something we were that they really were so lucky. used to so we were blessed again that way that we just were able to have that option so i suppose life and changed but not drastically for him so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, is this your forever home yeah 110 percent yes yeah i don't think we'll do it again so this i think some it. fella told me he said um you'll get the third house right and i'm like no no this will be it, <laughs> this will be it. And i said I'll, I'll do it three times here <laughs> right before i get it right but i'm yeah. not going to be building three times i'll tell you that right now although i do still i come in here and i say you know what, now an extension out there would be nice. Yeah, and that, I'm that conversation came up that, a couple like, of months oh, ago <laughs> and I'm like, no, not a way. So yeah, it's, uh, so. No, but that's only, I suppose, human nature. We're always thinking about 
Well, what if? The ladies would anyway. What, yeah. what, what can we do next? Yeah. 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 Um, what, what is your favourite part of the house? Uh, maybe do Owen first. What's your favourite part of the house? Um, I think it's the living room and the fact that we can kind of, we can sit down there ourselves. It's kind of like, it's the adult kind of area, whereas we have a playroom for the kids downstairs, down, like, like I don't want to say that's my favourite room where they go and kind of, <laughs> right? But I think it's just being able to sit down here and just kind of enjoy kind of, it's below the kitchen, kind of two steps down. But like you have the peace and quiet where the lads can go down and watch a movie down below and you know they're safe down there. They can come up and get whatever they want, but it's kind of like, we wanted that two different kind of zones. Where and we, you have your own space too. And we're in there in bed at night. That's yeah. our, you know, It's just kind of go down, sit down and relax just and switch, off. Um, so switch off. Yeah. It's nice either have TV yeah. on, have TV off. And it's just yeah. your kind of, I suppose with the fall of the ceiling, you just feel it's like you're not enclosed. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Like it's just, um, I know I just really, it's nice just to kind of get away, sit down there. It's not often, like, but it's it's nice yeah. when it does happen. So I think I know what Lydia's going to say. You just think <laughs> about where my favorite places. Yeah, and um, I like the vaulted area, the kitchen, dining, living, but especially I actually find myself sitting here on the window seat. I don't know. I just come in here in the morning. It's the first place I see the light is shining in through the corner window, and all day long we have so much natural light in here. So I just love it. And it's so bright and airy and the vaulted ceilings make it look that bit bigger than it is, even though I suppose it is a big space. Um, so, yeah, I find myself sitting on this window seat and I just, you know, even just having your cup of tea, the little times that I can do it without <laughs> a child hanging off me. But I look out at the garden and look out at the views and, yeah, I just, I just enjoy it. I thought you were going to say the bath. And hopefully when that's, the patio area is done, it'll be even nicer. So. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. That's number two, I'd say. Hmm? You're, I thought you were going to say the bath, Lydia, because yeah, you love the bath so much. Oh, the bath. That's my number two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go for a bath every night and I definitely find that I just, it relaxes me. I switch off after a long day because I work kind of part time and then I have the kids part time. So it's, um, I just love chilling out in the bath every night. He thinks I'm crazy, but... I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I get time it on as well, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Guys, that's actually nearly been an hour. Would you believe that? Really? Seriously? Yeah. Wow. So I think we nearly finished up, if that's okay yeah. with you guys. 100%, 100%. Yeah. But um, I just want to say, I really, really genuinely appreciate your time because I know it's, yeah. it can be a bit intrusive when somebody comes into your house and they start asking questions and that's pointing right. fingers and stuff. Yeah. So I genuinely yeah. really appreciate your time. And hopefully somebody watching this or listening to this might um, get some advice from it or might Absolutely, find something. Yeah. And yeah. if people want to find your Instagram, what should they look up? It's at New Build Ballet. Okay. B A L L E A. Okay, cool. Yeah. At New Build Ballet. Yeah. Cool. Guys, thank you so yeah. much. Thanks, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It really genuinely means a lot. If you want to find out more from Lydia and Owen, you can find them on Instagram at New Build Ballet. B A L L E A. And as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, you can also view their YouTube episode on the Get In Our Home YouTube channel where you can see their stunning home and all the unique features that we spoke about. I've just set up Get In Our Home with the aim of helping people that are on their own home building journey. As we're only new, I would really appreciate it if you would click subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. It'll cost you absolutely nothing and it'll help us to keep going with the content. It'll also help you to stay notified when we release new episodes. We're going to be releasing a new podcast and corresponding YouTube episode every second Sunday. So stay tuned and subscribed for all things home building. Thanks and hope to see you all soon.